0: Stuff Business TV recently spent a couple of days with Paul Burgess, Real Madrid's head groundsman, and we covered a range of topics. He told us we could ask him anything, so we started with, is British really best when it comes to groundsmanship?
1: I don't see any progress. What I was doing in the Premier League ten years ago, um, desks, and lights, for instance, nothing's changed, nothing's, nothing's moved on one bit in the last ten years. The machines have moved on, technology's moved on, uh, I, don't think, I don't think the groundsman has.
0: That's a generalisation, I take it. I'm sure there are, there are examples yeah, yeah, yeah. of people who have I mean, I'll give
1: you a good example. Dave Roberts, yeah. OK? He's been out of football. Um, I, I really rate Dave Roberts, OK? Yeah. He's a friend. Um, so hopefully you won't mind me using him as an example. Dave Roberts has been out of football for 15 years, something like this, professional football, yeah. working at a private school. Then he... Walks into the top job or one of the top five jobs in the UK, and he, he hasn't been in football for the last fifteen years. He can do that because in the last fifteen years, everyone's been standing still. Like, would you get an airplane where the pilot hasn't flown the airplane for fifteen years? Would or Would you really want really? your heart uh, operated on if, it has, if the, the guy hasn't done, a, done a, That's an, an operation? For the, well, isn't it, yeah? Okay, but. But you, you get the point I'm trying to make. Okay. He's come back in now, and I, I, I would rate him in, in the top, top two, three, maybe one, top, top three groundsman in, in the UK. That's where I, that's where I've put Dave Roberts today. And he's been out of the game, out of the game, out of out of football, for ten, fifteen years. And that tells me that in the last ten, fifteen years, there's not been much progress uh, with groundsman. I, I remember. Fifteen years ago, um, all groundsmen were doing their own renovations yeah. um, and doing, you know, taking the time doing renovations. Now, I don't think there's many groundsmen that have got the uh, skill set or the um, or want the responsibility to do their renovations in house. They're just phone up a contractor. Uh, a Contractor comes in. Fair play to the contractor; he's making his money. But the problem is. Every, every groundsman wants that contract on the, on the same day. So, which they obviously c- they can't do. So these, these contracts are tearing around all these pitches, trying to do all the pitches. Which means, somebody's getting their pitch renovated in not ideal conditions. It's not yeah. sunny every day of the week.
0: We've got your opinion on, you know, maybe British. Yeah, okay. yeah. You haven't actually stated and asked the question, is British still
1: best? Yeah, I'd probably say, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. like in Spain, for instance, there is no grass. It, uh, everyone lives in apartments, there's no gardens, there's no... So there's no there's no culture there's no grass culture there's no colleges to, to study grass or anything like this. Uh, obviously in the UK it's a it's a it's an industry it's a big industry. Fifty yeah. percent um, of the golf courses I think I'm right here fifty percent of the golf courses in Europe are in the UK. Right. I think it's fifty percent. So in the UK is a big big market. In in the rest of Europe it's much smaller. So we should be the leaders. We should be the leaders and yeah for are other leaders.
0: So how do we drive that forward then? <laughs> You're setting the challenge there, Yeah. how do you help?
1: Oh, I think uh, Groundsman needs to become um, more in- innovative. Um, I think for instance Tottenham, um, whether it's Darren's uh, doing or whether it's uh, the Cubs doing, I don't, I don't know, he, he's, he's going to be given um, a real challenge there with that new stadium. Yeah. And I don't know if uh, he's getting that big challenge because he's promised, promised the earth that he can, he can do this, or, or whether it, they've just gone, here, we're going to make this, you've got to make it work. I don't know what, but that is going to bring some uh, innovation to, to groundsmanship in, in the UK.
0: Well, from my conversations with him, he's, he's certainly up for it, and yeah, he's excited yeah. by it, so, you know, he's not sitting there going, oh, my God, what oh, well,
1: I going so. Well, I think Darren is uh, one of, or maybe the most, uh, forward-thinking Premier League head groundsman um, today. I, I, that, I have no doubt. He's, he's, he's a good person for that. Uh, when I when I came to Madrid, um, I was used to working on a uh, an Emirates stadium, which was a, a football stadium with a couple of weeks of uh, activities at the end of the season, and you have it the whole summer to to renovate the pitch and and grow your new pitch, and then you play football again. When I came to Madrid, um, it was totally different. It was to an event stadium. Uh, we we have more events in in the Bernabeu, probably than any stadium in, in Europe. Um, in the summer, we have events every day of the week. There might not be a pop concert every day of the week, but there is some form of event on that pitch every day of the week, starting next week. It's the probably the biggest event tour there is in, in Europe. Um, and then basically, two weeks before the start of the season, we're, we're changing the grass. Now, at the beginning, obviously I, I didn't like that at all. <laughs> it was a <laughs> bit steep, uh, steep learning curve. But at the end of the day, I cost money. My, my uh, department costs a lot of money. Uh, the club costs a lot of money. They, they need to make make money. And or, although the the events on the grass don't show on my budget, if they did, we would be quite a healthy uh, profit-making department. Um, now, when I look at the UK UK stadiums, I don't see many profit-making green departments in the, in the, in the UK. Um, they they shut down their business for three months of the year. Um, you yeah, have stadiums sat there doing nothing for two to three months. Name another industry in the world where they're only open for business nine months of the year, it, it, it makes no sense. Um, and like I say, it doesn't have to be pop concerts, it, it could be anything. Chelsea, you could park 500 cars on the pitch every day and charge 20 quid. Okay. <laughs> it, it, it would make money. Um, you could put a market on there, you could, it's many, many things you, you could do, many, many things. And it's not my job to uh, to say what they should do and what they should do, but they should be making these pitches should be making money, and, and they're not, and I, I think uh, the artificial grass companies, they're, they're exploiting that as well, because one of the things, you, know, you can use it all year round, uh, it makes money, blah, 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 but natural grass can make money, it can be used more, um, it just needs to be done in the right way, there's, there's technologies out there, like this year we've adopted this mixed oak system, there's other systems as well, where everyone in the Premier League buys into the, the idea of a hybrid surface. Yeah. Well, they can still have their hybrid service it just comes in a turf so they can still have what they've been delivering in the past but they can offer their stadiums two three months uh, more of use and that is that will be the uh, the way that the ground it goes in the uk the stadiums will be used all year round like it or not and uh, i think it's better if the groundsman embraces it rather than than, than fights it and uh just works well with it so
0: do you think Drive that innovation forward, which, if I'm, you know, I'm reading the, the subtext of what you're saying correctly, is is the issue that people are just doing the same old thing, they're not looking at new ways yeah. to improve. Uh, how do how do you drive that innovation through?
1: I actually think the uh, the groundsman's boss shouldn't be the stadium manager or the um, obviously he's club structure. I think the boss of the uh, head groundsman should be the commercial director. Right. Okay. Because after the club badge and the 25 players most marketable thing in a football club is the football pitch. Uh, and they don't have that knowledge in their department. Like, uh, like, I know, like today, we could have a game in the burnabout today. We could easily have a game. The marketing department don't, don't know they could have a game today. We're missing revenue, and they don't know that because they haven't got that skill set inside that department. I've actually said it to a couple of guys, jokingly, but I'm actually deadly serious. If, if I owned a football club, the head groundsman, would be working in the marketing department. That's an
0: interesting one. I don't know how guys across Europe would feel about
1: that. But. Yeah, it's it's just the way I, it's just the way I see it. And, and uh, there's big revenue there to be had. I mean, at the moment, there's not. It's not in the interest for a groundsman to knock on the door because for him, all it is is a headache. Uh, there needs to be some kind of, uh, I don't know, a financial. Obviously, a financial uh, reward for. Yeah, uh, you know, the the more. The more money involved in things, the more money you can earn. The more serious it is, the more money you get. You know, if you're chief executive of a company, you earn more money than if you're the cleaner in a company. And if if your job all of a sudden is more important, that will that will eventually reflect in your salary. Um, if if the if the pitch is seen as a a real key thing for injuries, again, you know, uh, a doctor earns probably more money than than a head groundsman. But maybe in the future that that can change.
0: Your reason for saying this is yeah. Driving people to, to better their own
1: yeah, standards yeah. and
0: therefore their own of
1: course. Um, lifestyle. If 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 everyone ups the game, the, the the money go the the money will go with it. It might not happen in in one day, but over over time it will definitely it will happen.
0: We spoke about the greenkeeper versus the groundsman, and I think you know you've got some strong opinions on that, mm-hmm. which we'll get into in a second. But I don't think the general perception of what a groundsman does, whether that's in the local park or a White Art Lane or at Real Madrid um, is known by people so it doesn't have that any cachet attached
1: to it mm-hmm. really
0: um, is that different over here?
1: All my staff are doing what they're doing because they're not clever enough to work in a bank or, or uh, it's, a, it's a gardener, cleaner or a bus driver okay. so that's their the free avenues if, if, they're, you know, if they're not the, the brightest at school, that's
0: just the way it is Another thing we've been discussing is you know for a long long time golfers has, has led the way in terms of innovation and particularly development of kit and mm-hmm. that's then spilled over into other areas of turf care is it now time that golf has to sit up and look at what you know football other areas are doing and and learn some lessons from that and you know maybe the balance has shifted
1: I would have thought most greenkeepers are sitting up and seeing what what's going on in in the, in the football world or rugby world or whatever um, I'm sure they are looking looking at and seeing how innovative uh, this, side, this sector is, um, maybe they won't give the uh, they might not acknowledge that everybody. But uh, without doubt, uh, I mean you look at Soltex. Look at, you know the, the amount of equipment there and the curl the coral machine that was that was more a football machine and now that's creeping onto golf courses now and um, now there's a lot of things go, going back going from football side or from craftsmanship side into golf now and. Um Greenkeepers green know it they just maybe don't want to say it
0: The guys we speak about mm. um you all talk to one another, or certainly the guys in the uk they're all saying, oh you know we're chatting on the care side mm. of things, particularly the football side of things um, and rugby, but greenkeepers they you know they know one another I think they meet up and, but it's it's got that golf clubby feel about things, isn't yeah. it and that's the culture it's coming I mean, from. I mean
1: my, my perspective is is um I can show someone what we do, but it's not. What we, uh, right, what we do or how we do it, it's when we do it. That's the yeah. key. And you can't, you can't, that, that's, you either got that or you haven't got that. Uh, I, I've had stuff over the years where the, the, the great here, uh, the great, great with the machines, but they, they haven't got the timing, they, they haven't got it. And that's something, you either have it or you don't have it.
0: You made an interesting comment early on in the interview, which was, you're on Twitter, essentially to let people know you're still alive.
1: Explain that to me. Um, I think when, when, you're, when you're away from home, and, and um, obviously I'm from, from the UK and stuff, and I don't know, maybe sometimes you feel um, forgotten, or uh, I don't know if forgotten's the right word. Right, um, can I put it to you another way? So oh. I'll be blunt.
0: Do you feel you don't get the recognition that you deserve?
1: Today or, or in, in my career? Since you've been in Madrid. Since I've been in Madrid, probably not. No, no. I, I think um, I think I've done quite a lot for the industry since I've been here. Um, for instance, um, Jonathan Cole will go into Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah. I'm sure Paris Saint-Germain will be looking at uh, what happened at Real Madrid. I'm 100 percent sure. Yeah. Uh, so for that, that kind of thing, that 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 came uh, from myself, uh, well, or maybe not. Um, you know. Make one of the iconic stadiums that that had a, a problem, a uh, big pitch problem, making that into a, a turf reference, which I think it is now. Um, I think it's a very positive thing for, for, for the turf industry, and having a, an English person doing that role can only be a, a good thing for 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 for, U, for the UK turf market. Um, yeah, I, I, I think. Um, I've brought a few companies together as well around, around Europe and in America. I've put people together and uh, there's certainly a, a lot more uh, exchange of knowledge between quite a few um, companies now. So yeah, I, I think I've, I've had quite a big influence but I, I don't think uh, I've received the credit, the credit for that now.
0: No. You've admitted to me that you, you know, you've never been really comfortable with, with public speaking mm-hmm. and, and the high profile side of stuff in terms of the professional side yeah. of things. And if I'm honest with you, you know, we'd been chatting and, and talking about meeting up at trade shows, etc. I started to think you were ducking us and, and didn't want to do it. Do you not think some of that blame might rest with you for not being as vocal as you are?
1: Today I can be a, a little bit more vocal and thank you for giving me the, uh, right. the chance to, to do this. Um, unfortunately, presentations are uh, dealing with, public speaking, for up to now has just been uh, one step way too far for me. Um, no one gets more frustrated about that than, than me. Um, I think I've got a really nice story to tell people. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not scared of being asked a question that I don't know the answer to. I'm not I'm not worried about saying, sorry, I don't know the answer. Because um, there's plenty of things I don't know. Um, so I, I'm comfortable with that. I'm just, I just have a, a I'm, not, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm just, uh, it's just frustrating. Uh, Maybe my career would be better, Uh, would have been better if I I, uh, was able to do more public speaking.
0: But I think your pitches and and your career speaks volumes. Um,
1: You're a passionate guy. What makes you angry about the industry? I get frustrated because um, I keep hearing this, uh, oh, we're the best, we're this. um, Oh, really? if If that is the best, then then I I don't think the the rest is that good. No, there's so much more we can do, and um, there really is. And and especially this day and age now, with with Twitter and um, LinkedIn, not LinkedIn, what do you call it, Uh, Instagram and Facebook and whatever, everyone's given a a platform to shout their mouth off and and say, a bit like what I'm doing now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Everyone's given a, a platform to you know, do things and, and and also the media now. We're we're very much in the media. Um, you know, uh, you, you're you're nearly a celebrity now. So, so you know, you, you are on a platform. Uh, you can abuse that platform if you want to. But um, I don't know. I, I just think um, we 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 sh- should we should be doing more. I, 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 I just don't think um, we're as good as we say we are.
0: One of the innovations that you're you're known for is you're the first guy to use lights on a stadium pitch. across to the a whole pitch, pitch yeah. 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 Um, what impact do you think that's had on, on the industry? Surely a good
1: one. Yeah, uh, I think it's had a huge impact. Um, like, well, like I said before, on a negative side, I think the, the grass was maybe developed less. Um, on a positive side, uh, we can now grow grass anywhere on, on the planet, in any stadium, inside, outside, roof, no roof. Uh, hot place, cold place wherever. Um, and because of the money involved in in, in, in that, it's as well as raised the the importance of the groundsman, uh, and also it's given a real visual for people for people to to see.
0: You moved from Highbury to the Emirates, mm-hmm. and you use the phrase, "good pitch, column, bad pitch, column." Yeah. Highbury was held up as a, an iconic venue yeah. with a great surface. Yeah. Your brief was produced that surface in the Emirates. You don't think you could have done that without the lighting? No. You think that would have had a real impact on groundsmanship as a whole if that had, Yeah. if, if you'd have produced a more pitch there, yeah? Expand on that thing.
1: The yeah, iconic uh, grass pitch, if that had joined the bad pitch call, I think the pitch would have been okay uh, without the lights in the Emirates stadium. But um, I, don't, I don't think it would have been um I think Artish Regress would have been a step closer. I really, really do. I mean, uh you had Old Trafford being changed uh, a couple of times a year. You had um, Chelsea was changed being changed quite a few times, uh Tottenham was struggling, especially at the south end. Um Anfield all the stadiums were I mean if you go just look back at and watch some footage from, from ten years ago. And and that was a real hard Sale for me, uh, sell for me because back in 2004 I won Groundsman of the Year and uh, so we were voted the best pitch in the Premier League. And I knocked on the door of my uh, managing director and I said to him, uh, I want £600,000 for something that no one spent £600,000 on in their life. This is a conservative club we've not so much money at the time because we we're building a new stadium so they were up against it you anyway, know I was trying to say I want to make the best pitch in, in Europe better and and there wasn't a great appetite for that there really wasn't um I got it over the line actually Arsene Wenger was actually against it really? yeah he, he wasn't up for it at all and um, the MD because we had the, the new stadium looming he he, he bought into it he, he he took a punt at it and and we got it and just going back to the lights I wasn't the first to use them p s b I know them were using it as a a showroom we were the first to sign a check right okay. to buy the tree at hope so let's just get that straight before we upset anybody in Holland or, or or wherever. so yeah so i put these lights over and um since then they've, they've just uh i mean I, I should i should be living in a fifty bedroom mansion now with a Bentley car parked from the driveway and and helicopter over there, but unfortunately I, I, I was too busy negotiating a deal for Arsenal to do a deal for myself. One thing that sticks in my mind is when I, when I left Arsenal, uh, Arsenal Manga said two really nice things about me in a, in a press conference. Well, one was in a press conference and one was in, a, in an interview. In the press conference, he said, uh, they asked me about oh, your groundsman's leaving, and this was in January, and he, he, he described me leaving as the, the best transfer of the transfer window. That's what he said in the press conference, and then in an interview, what he said was, um, "This is going to be painful, I think, for some groundsmen to hear, but I don't care." And it's true. Okay, he said that Paul Burgess didn't only make um, the Arsenal pitch the best pitch; he improved every single pitch in the Premier League, and I did because by bringing lights to Arsenal, all of a sudden we raised the bar. Yeah. Good or awesome wasn't good enough, you had to be really good. Yeah. Bad became really bad. Yeah. So we, we, we moved the, the goalposts, basically, in both directions. And so that meant all the other teams had to react.